live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, everybody, to Live from America. It is Monday, April 5th. Already, it's already April 5th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. This is Live from America, LFA, right here to start out this week. What a holy weekend. What a holy week that we had. I spent so much time with my family. I had such a great weekend. We have three birthdays. Three of our kids' birthdays are in April, in the beginning of April. So, you know, just a lot going on. And a lot of time spent with the Lord. A lot of of time spent with the kids uh, honoring uh, Jesus and honoring this wonderful Holy Week that we had. I hope you guys all had the same experience that I did. And uh, I got to tell you, that's why I titled this morning's newsletter the way I did. And in this morning's newsletter, I titled... Quit falling short. Because one thing about Holy Week, every year, especially if you watch things like The Passion of the Christ, you find out pretty much how much you actually fall short without Jesus. Without Jesus, you are, you just fall short at everything you do. With Jesus, you're good. You know what I mean? And and you start to realize, you know, I wish I could just take some of the suffering that he, that he took upon himself for all of us. And, um... You know, I just, I, I could go on and on and on about this weekend, but I hope you guys had a wonderful Easter. I hope you had a wonderful time with your family. I hope you had a wonderful time with your church and your, and, and fellowship with your congregation. Because remember, the gospel unites everybody. It always has, and it always will. Okay, so I'd like to thank the folks that are watching live right now on YouTube, live on the website, and just in a couple short weeks, you'll be able to watch live on Amazon Fire Stick and Roku TV as well as we branch out, and that's only possible because of all of you, and uh, what, you know, especially when I have a long weekend like I did, I had Friday off, Saturday off, Sunday off, I just could not wait to get back here, report some news, talk with you guys, and and continue to grow the show, because that's what it's all been about. Um, So, at this time, I would like to shout out some of the live viewers, and for the people listening to the podcast, and all of you who are watching later. So, if you're watching this, and it's 7 o'clock tonight, 8 o'clock tonight, and you're like, oh, I just just now got time to watch this, I want to thank you for taking your hour to watch the show as well. And I want to encourage you to like the video, like everybody knows who watches it live, I see a lot of you haven't yet, and, and, and share it. Uh, copy the link, share it in your groups, get it out to your uh, your friends, your family, your congregation, and uh, you know that way you guys all have more to talk about when you're together. Uh, so, let's give some live shout-outs. Lauren Cole, how you doing? She says, missed you this weekend. I, li- I missed you too, Lauren. I truly, really do. Uh, Rob L., shout-out from Connecticut. How you doing, man? Kathleen Olson from Wisconsin. Thomas Hammaker from South Texas, where the legals run free, he says. <laughs> where I think he meant the illegals run free. Uh, Rosemary Winget, how you doing? Mountain Tortuga, BC from sunny Florida. Good to see you. Julie Sims from Newport, New Hampshire. My neighbor, my fellow New Hampshireite. How you doing, Julie? Good to see you. Anita Brown watching from Pennsylvania. Brenda Ladd says, good morning. Good Monday morning. She says, I love your show. Thank you so very much, Brenda. One, one promise that you always have from me is that no matter what, even if a company comes calling and saying, look, we'd love you to come and, and, and join our news, uh, 
our our, uh, our new station and have a show on here, I will never ever let them change this show from what it is right now. If that's ever the case, more than likely we'll just continue to grow our own network and do exactly um, exactly what we're doing right now because I think that's the best route that we could ever go. Right, Irene uh, Cranfull, uh, how you doing? Matthew Chance, good to see you, man. I appreciate it. Debbie Cop from Jersey and Thelma from Michigan, good to see you. Johnson Glaude from South Florida as well. We got Nancy Brewer watching from Texas. And let's give a couple more here just because I want to, you know, I, I, I love spotlighting the people that, that come in and watch because time is precious and you, and you give that precious time to me twice a day. Becky Adams says, Jeremy, my birthday is in April too. Well, happy birthday to you. And let's give one to Faith Crew from Georgia because we are talking about Georgia today. And, uh, Faith Crew says, love watching your lives. Well, I love that you love watching the lives. It's why I do it. Um, there's many reasons why I do this show. To educate people, to bring them closer to God, to give them positivity, to give them strength, to give them courage, um, to elevate them a little bit more from, from, from any, uh, you know, damage that this political system has caused. Uh, and, and, and just to, uh, you know, spread the truth. Spread the truth and spread spread patriotism. You know, I, I, I could do a thousand other things, but this is what I choose to do. This is what God has me doing, and I'm so very grateful to be doing it for all of you. So uh, I'd also like to give a very special shout-out to Anne Brink and her husband. They sent me this beautiful, beautiful, it's, it's made of tin, and you probably can't read it, but it says, One Nation Under God, Home of the Free, because of the brave, she sent me that, and uh, she sent me. Um, I I helped her get her first Bible, apparently, uh, and I've talked to her on the phone. So, Ann Brink, how are you? And uh, watching this show prompted her to get her first Bible. So she sent me a couple Bibles to give away uh, as a uh, as appreciation for for you know helping her come closer to God. So because we didn't get to give away a Bible on Friday because the show you know immediately cut out. We will be giving away a Bible today, and this is from Ann Brink, and uh, she donated it in order to give it away, so we'll be talking about that in a little bit, but uh, if you need a Bible at that time, make sure you let me know in the comments, and what I do is I just, I, there's no, there's no uh, you know, specific way we do this, I just see somebody needs a Bible, and I send it, you know what I mean? So Ann Brink, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing, and uh, what a wonderful present. And uh, this weekend, I spent some time with my with my boys. I had my boys come to the studio, and we put up a whole bunch of stuff on the on the people's wall. So by the end of this week, you guys will be able to see the studio in its entirety, and I can't wait for that to happen. I also like to give a big shout out to Sybil and David Kaiser for your letter that you sent and your donation. Uh, your, do your donation is going to go to the growth of the show and the, uh, the maintenance to keep it on digital TV because that's actually a lot more expensive than I thought it was. But we need to make the move. It's time to make the move. You know what I mean? So we're doing it regardless. All right? Okay, everybody, we have 1,700 people watching live. We only have about 600 people who've liked the video. If you could do that for me real quick, we will get into the verse of the day, and we will go right into the news because we got a lot of news that happened over the weekend that we need to discuss. But first of all, welcome to 87 Days, the 87th day of military occupation on our nation's soil and the 383rd day of 15 days to slow the spread. The verse of the day today is going to come from Romans 8.1, and it says this, 
There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. That's Romans 8, 1. So, let's break this down for a second. And this is precisely why I titled this morning's newsletter, which is Quit Falling Short. Because if you ever, if you, if you can, if you continue to try to, uh, match anything that Jesus did without having Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're always gonna fall short. You're always going to fall short because that's just the way life is. So I said, let's break this down. First and foremost, once you welcome and accept Jesus into your heart by surrendering yourself to the Holy Spirit's guidance, your soul is instantly made perfect. However, your mind, your body, and your flesh is not. That takes work. That takes time. That is why God urges you to wait on His timing. And we talk about that all the time. Wait on God's timing. But during that waiting, pray. Get into a closer relationship with God, right? So, He does that on His time. Um, remember, all the greatest things happen after trials, tribulations, and pain. Those things must come first. They did for Jesus. Look at the resu- look at the resurrection itself that just happened yesterday. None of that would have been possible without pain, suffering, and waiting. None of it. None of that greatness would have been possible without going through the rough times. Kind of like we're going through in this country right now as well. So I labeled this email, Quit Falling Short, meaning that most of us beat ourselves up every single day for falling short, especially after celebrating Holy Week. And you watch what he went through. If you, I, I, We watch the Passion of Christ every year because that is what helped us uh, in our journey with Jesus when we first became uh, Christians. So that's our, that's our uh, tradition. But especially after Holy Week, can you see what happened to him? You feel like you always fall short. You know what I mean? We feel so unworthy because we can never be perfect compared to Jesus. Think of it this way. We are adopted children. And we are moving into heaven without the, uh, with the rest of our new family. We have the right to be there because our souls were made new. However, our flesh, our past, our sins, and our ways of thinking, that's all baggage. That is all baggage that we carry with us. And as long as we do, we will always feel like we are falling short. But Jesus came to take it all away from us. He came not only to make us worthy to be adopted, but also to take our baggage So let him have it. If you have baggage today, let him have it. Give it to him. Give it all of it to him and stop falling short. That is God's desire. So do it now and do it today. Amen? Amen. Let's get right into the Lord's Prayer. And uh, then we'll get into the first and foremost section of the day, okay? So if you can, if you're somewhere where you can say it loud and proud with me, then please do so, because you know that God's ears loves to hear it from your mouth. But if for some reason, say you're at work, say you're in a doctor's office, which you could still say it out loud if you had enough courage, but if you can't, say it inside so the Spirit can hear it. Are you ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have had a wonderful weekend. We've had a wonderful time with our families. It's time to get back to brass tacks. It's time to get back to the news. And the first and foremost section today, I wanted to set the tone of the show. I wanted to set the tone of the show. So I wanted to get some smiles on your face. But also, when you, when you watch stuff like this, it doesn't only make you smile. It also makes you kind of shake your head a little bit and perk, pucker your lips together like, mm-hmm. but it does make you smile. So the first and foremost section today, I wanted to play an infomercial uh, from Joe Biden for you. Ladies and gentlemen, your resident of the United States illegally occupying our White House, Mr. Joe Biden. Here we go. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Presenting the Best of Fighting Collection, now on home video. Now you can enjoy all your favorite wacky moments from America's senile old granddad. Well, you know, gay, gay, gay bathhouse. It's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all, come on, man. Including sniffing a baby. <laughs> Awkward hugs. Numbers are hard. Go to Joe. Three o three three o. Corn pop. And corn pop was a bad thing. Racism. You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Stupid troops. Clap for that, you stupid bastards! You stupid bastards! Stupid Blank stare. Blank stare. Part two. <laughs> Chris is Chuck. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's Chris, but anyway. Chris. I just did Chris. And many more. You know, make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear word. But wait. <laughs> Call within the next 10 minutes and receive a free copy of Kamala's Kooky Tackles. <laughs> That's right. Six full hours of ear-piercing tackles that the whole family can enjoy. Here's how to order. One eight hundred five 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 pedo. Numbers are hard. Text three zero three four. Anyway, <laughs> and if you order now, you get Kamala's cackles for free of charge. Text now. One call now. One eight hundred five 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 pedo. Oh man, I hate to put you guys through that this morning. But I thought it was really funny, and, uh, <laughs> blank stare. Blank stare part two. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that clown, uh, let's go to the actual news. Facebook, over the weekend, had another major breach of its, uh, of its users. Uh, the data that belongs to, well, I guess it belongs to Facebook, because they, they, they tell you as soon as you go on there, they own everything of yours. And, and nothing belongs to you anymore. But here's the thing that people put on Facebook. They put IDs sometimes to verify themselves. Facebook makes you do that in a lot of cases just so they can have your ID. Okay? Phone numbers. In some cases, addresses. And in some cases, your credit card information as well. Well, 500 million users over the weekend. 
500 million. Now, Facebook has, what, 3 billion people on the planet that have a Facebook account? So that means 500 million. That's that's quite a chunk. Uh, their data was breached over the weekend and was... Um, your personal data, like your phone numbers, your emails, Facebook IDs, credit cards, all of that. And the data was posted online after it was hacked um, in a hacking forum. So those 500 million people who are still on Facebook, who have had their... I'm sure one of you, at least one of the 2,300 that are watching just on YouTube alone, I am sure that at least one of you are part of that 500 million. I'm positive of it. It's it, statistic speak, you know, if you're speaking in statistic uh, terms, there's no way that at least one of you couldn't have been part of that. So Facebook needs to notify those 500 million people immediately, which they won't, but they need to. They need to notify them directly so that they can protect themselves and ultimately so they can sue Facebook. But this is what, like the fourth breach in just a few years? It's, it's at least the fourth, but this one was the biggest, 500 million users. And you know what, I, you know, as soon as I read this, as soon as I read this, I said to myself, thank you, Lord. Thank you so very much for steering me in the direction to not be there anymore. Whether it was Facebook who did it, whether it was I who ultimately did it, regardless, I am so happy to not be there anymore. Now, Amy Morales, she says, would never give them my credit card info. You are 100% right. A lot of people wouldn't, but guess what they do have? They have everything in your phone. So if you have anything else connected to your phone that has your credit card info, say maybe PayPal or anything else, uh, fundraiser, GoFundMe, they got it. They got it. And our phones are like our own little mini personal computers now. You know what I mean? They got it. So you might want to, uh, <laughs> you might want to, I don't know if you can reach out to Facebook, but maybe their help desk and say, hey, was I one of those people that was, uh, that, that had my data hacked and then sold and then put online? Because that's what happened. All right. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. A lot of you didn't probably didn't know that. At least you know it now. At least you can use that information to try to protect anything that might have been stolen from you. But that's Facebook again. And apparently during that breach, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's phone number to his personal cell phone was also was also uh, found and leaked. So apparently he had to change his phone number over the weekend, too. Go figure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Facebook is just, a, it's turning into, it's turning into, it's, it's going to be known as, as MySpace soon. People are leaving there in droves. Uh, investors are leaving in droves. The board is very unhappy with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, but, you know, when you're owned and operated uh, by puppets from the CCP, kind of got to do what you're told. Or else, you know, pictures of you being a pedophile will get out. Or business dealings that you shouldn't have been involved in that are illegal would get out. Or just your major agenda and your major plan to take freedoms and to push one side of a political party over another. Uh, violating basically what you have, Section 234, that would be leaked. So, you know, they got to kind of follow whatever they're told to do by Communist China. It looks like somebody did get a message from Facebook. So uh, they're in the comments now, so make sure you're reading the comments. And uh, we'll move on to the next story. Last week, Lil Nas X. I, f first and foremost, I hate saying that. Lil. Lil Wayne. Lil Ma. Lil. I, it's the stupidest thing on earth. And I, and I come from 
12, 13 years in the hip-hop industry, okay? I never thought Lil, L-I-L, was intelligent, cool, or in any way uh, something that somebody should use. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But anyway, Lil Nas X, last week, you know, he made... You know, worldwide news because of his promotion of his Satan shoe. And then his video where he was giving Satan a lap dance. Well, over the weekend, that loser show, Saturday Night Lame, I'm sorry, Saturday Night Live, um, they did a skit. They did a skit because they figured, hey, if this has got worldwide attention, then we can be the scumbags that we are, jump on the story, and make a skit out of it, and further justify the reason that people call us Saturday Night Lame, okay? So, Saturday Night Lame puts out this skit, but this time, instead of doing the skit the way it was actually done in real life, instead of giving Satan a lap dance, okay, they got somebody to to act like they were Lil Nas X, and they gave God, the God of the Bible, the only God, God in heaven, they gave God a lap dance, it was, the, the crowd didn't like it, the critics didn't like it, the people didn't like it, and even Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, came out in a statement saying that the cast of Saturday Night Lame was going to hell. <laughs> I don't even know how, if, if you're the one promoting these Satan shoes, and you make a video for people who watch you that are 16 and under, mostly the people that are watching are 16 and under, and you give Satan a lap dance. And then Saturday Night Lame comes along, and they do a skit where they're giving God a lap dance. And then you come along and say, you're going to hell for that. A, shut up. That's not, you, you don't even have a right to say that. B, you're right. <laughs> they are going to hell for that. It was tasteless. It was disgusting. It was ridiculous. An epic fail by a failing show, New uh, Saturday Night Lame in New York City. Remember when Saturday Night Live was awesome? Remember back when it had Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Steve Martin, um, uh, even 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 the, the the crew after that, which was you know David Spade and Chris Farley and and Bill, uh, not Billy Madison, but Adam Sandler. Those those two decades of Saturday Night Live were the greatest. Even making the turn into the two thousands. It was a great show, and then they started becoming, I don't even, I, they, 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 they caved to the woke-topia world of the left, and now they consider themselves woke. But I remember when it was good, when it was funny, and now it's just stupid. It's just so stupid. Um, so yeah, Lil, Na- <laughs> Lil Nas X says that they're going to hell for lap dancing on God. Well, I can't disagree, but pot calling the kettle black I, I don't know. and that's not a racist joke woke left mm. we need to make Saturday Night Live great again don't we that's what we need to do we need to make a campaign to make Saturday Night Live great again because that skit that show full of skits was used to be funny it used to be funny alright moving on we are going to where is it here it is we're going to give our first Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I could not resist. I had to give this to Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter. Both of them get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. And why? Because they were seen over the weekend. Oh, this is so ridiculous. I'm going to pull up the video so you can just watch it yourself. Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter claiming that they have P. 
PTSD from the Trump era, but not post-traumatic stress disorder. No, 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 no. Brian Stelter, that little gremlin, that little troll, and Jim Acosta, that lying nobody, together they have post-Trump stress disorder. Can't make this stuff up, guys. Brian Stelter and Jim Acosta talking about PTSD. Here you go. I'd love to hear from both of you how D.C. journalists are adjusting to the Biden era. Jim, this is your first weekend anchoring here on, on, on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. Do you feel like your rundown, your lineup is, is really different than it would have been in the Trump years? When you're asking me if I was run down, I thought you were referring to how I felt during the Trump era. Uh, no, I think that, you know, listen, uh, we're, I think we're all dealing with some post-Trump stress disorder. Uh, you know, other than that happy Easter, as he was saying in those statements a few days ago. Um, listen, you know, as Annie was just saying a, a few moments ago, you know, there are questions about why aren't Republicans uh, getting on board with these Biden proposals. Uh, there were Republicans who were getting on board with overturning the election just a couple of months ago. And so we shouldn't have high, high expectations for that. But in terms of stacking shows and what comes first and what comes second, you know, Brian, you and I both know this all too well. We did cover the news before Donald Trump came along, and we did it pretty well. And, you know, there's going to be plenty of stuff in the news out there, and it doesn't have to have uh, Donald Trump in the headlines uh, for us to continue to exist, especially when he's putting out these statements. You know, he, you know, when he was president, he was doing things that were beneath the office of the presidency. Now he's doing things beneath the office of the post-presidency. Hmm. He's not going to change, but we need to change with the times. Right, he's still saying he was robbed. I don't think right. anybody's listening except for the hardcore base. Uh, um, but it is important to note, the big lie is still alive and well in the pro-Trump <laughs> uh, I, I can feel like Dummy. it went away after the riot when, you know, reality uh, reared its head. But no, the, the lie is out there in the pro-Trump bubble. Andy, what, what is it like for you? Is it possible to cover Biden every day? All right, that is enough of that. I can't stand watching Dumb and Dumber, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Pete and Repeat sitting on a fence, Pete fell off, who's left? Um, first of all, it's not called post-Trump stress disorder. It's called Trump derangement syndrome. That's what you have, Jim Acosta. That's what you have, Brian Stelter, Danny DeVito, Penguin from the Batman. That's what you actually have. You don't have post-Trump stress disorder. It's called TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome. And I, I, I got to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I saw somebody in the comment threads and they're right. Trump is still living rent-free in their fat heads with their tiny little brains. That's why Trump's, uh, you know, got so much room to live in there because their brains are so tiny. They got such tiny little brains that Trump is just living in there having parties. It's like Mar-a-Lago up in there on an Easter weekend. And, uh, <laughs> We can. We did the news way before Trump came, and we can continue to do it long after. How's your ratings, numbnuts? How are your ratings on CNN, FNN, the fake news network, the communist news network? If these two, <laughs> you know what? Secretly, secretly, they want President Trump back. They want President Trump back in a bad way. You can see it. You can see it when they talk. They just. They love. President Trump and they want him back so bad because these people are these are the kind of people that rely on other people to get them famous these are the kind of like like Kalema Harris did she relied on people that were above her and did things for them that we can't talk about on this show to further her career they rely on strong people to further their careers they rely on popular people to make their shows popular they can't do it on their own I mean let's just look let's look at them real quick can you can look at these two 
Do you think those two could do it on their own? Look at them. Look at the two of them there on the right. Do you think either, do you think those two men could accomplish anything successful in their lives without anybody else who's more successful or more accomplished or more popular than them? Look at Brian Stelter. Look at him. Look at him. Unreal. And you know what? I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not the greatest looking guy in the world, but you can look at those two and go, yeah, those two would never make it on any, doing anything. So, <laughs> Jamie says sensationalism. Exactly. Becky Adams says, duh. Deborah Yoakum says, no more ratings. And Christine Haskins says, Jim Acosta equals fake news. You are 100% right. Kevin Gallagher says, oh, you miss President Trump, and you know it. You couldn't be more correct, Kevin Gallagher. So let's make it, let's take it even further. Let's take it even further here. Politifake, I mean, I'm sorry, Politifact, you know, the ones that I kept destroying every time they tried to fact check me on Facebook. Anyway, Politifake. On May 10th through May 13th, they will be hosting, ready for this, an online virtual festival. And do you want to know what the name of this festival is going to be called? <laughs> and, I, and I think we should all troll it. I think every one of us here, the, the 2,600 people that are watching on YouTube, the 10,000 people that will watch this later, and the 10,000 that will listen to it on the podcast, I think we all need to go to this virtual festival that Politifake is hosting on on May 10th through May 13th. And the festival is called <laughs> the Festival of Fact-Checking. <laughs> and do you know who's going to be the main hosts of this virtual festival called the Festival of Fact-Checking? Hold on. It's Brian Stelter and none other than Wear Your Five Masks, Lying Fraud, Anthony Fauci. Brian Stelter and Anthony Fauci. That is a worse duo than Brian Stelter and Jim Acosta. Not much worse, but definitely worse. So, uh, worse. So, PolitiFact will be hosting this festival. It's called Festival of Fact Checking, and it will be virtual. And Anthony Fauci, Fauci will be there with Brian Stelter. Hey guys, I think I speak for all of Live from America. Actually, I think I speak for all of the world. Especially when Politifake, Jim Acosta, Brian Stelter, and and and, and Doctor Anthony Fauci are involved <laughs> to make a festival called a Festival of Fact Checking. Nobody cares. Exactly. Nobody cares. But I think we should maybe care a little bit, just so we can go in there and surprise them and troll the heck out of that lame lying agenda that they keep pushing. <laughs> Nobody cares. Moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to let you know that the national average for a gallon of gas, the price in the United States of America, has risen 20.8% since the end of January. Tell me, because you guys are a smart audience, you guys are an action item uh, oriented audience, you guys are very intelligent, can you tell me what else happened at the end of January that might have made gas jump up 21%? Hmm, let me think here. January 6th, nope, nope, that was the, that was the date of the, the insurrection, that was, President Trump was still president at that point, still is now. But, okay, Jan oh, January 20th, that's right. That's when President Biden 
and Miss 2% illegally started occupying the White House. And since then, gas has gone up on an average in the nation 20.8%. But get this, it is projected by the end of this week, if it stays on its current track, to be an average in the, in the nation of $3 a gallon again by the end of this week. Since January 20th. Since resident Corn Pop decided that he was going to live in the basement of the White House and come up for two hours a day and mumble and fumble, try to speak through his mask, sniff a few people, and go back to bed. 21%. And on average, will be $3 by the end of this week. Great job, morons. <laughs> Speaking of morons, the FBI. The FBI made a statement over the weekend, which I thought was kind of a, uh, kind of a hypocritical statement. But it is the FBI we're talking about here. And I will be the first to tell you on air, on live, so that the world can hear it, because you know the FBI watches everything, especially when it has to do with insurrectionists and Trump supporters, reality denialist terrorists, you know, like all of you. Um, the FBI came out and made a statement saying the following, that anybody who fakes a CCPV passport... So if you go and you make your own little passport and you fake it and you really didn't get the CCPV, then you, quote, may be breaking the law. First of all, you're not breaking any law. There's not a law on the books that says that you need a CCPV passport or that anybody should have a CCPV passport. So you're not breaking any law, FBI. You're just breaking mandates that are basically given by Democrats who are trying to take the freedoms of regular Americans. So number one, it wouldn't be a law. So that's a lie, FBI. Stop with your lying, disgusting agenda and just be the FBI. Okay, stop being one or the other. Just be the Federal uh, Bureau of Investigations, like you used to be, or were you ever, I should say. So I, I got to question this, and I'm sitting here thinking while I'm reading this statement that you may be breaking the law. And I said, hmm, you mean like taking Americans' freedom? that they were given by God in the Constitution and locking us all down? You mean that kind of breaking the law? You know, stopping us from our freedom of, uh, of movement and our freedom of speech and our, our, our uh, ability to, to try to uh, live our pursuit of happiness? You mean that breaking the law? Or how about shutting down small businesses and destroying them while you propped up big businesses who sold the same thing? You mean, is, is that not breaking the law? I mean, it sounds like to me like you're... You're refusing somebody the right to make money, and they did nothing wrong. Sounds like you're impeding their pursuit of happiness, which would be breaking the Constitution, which is the law of the land. Trump's all other laws, right? So you mean that kind of breaking the law? Or, or how about this? How about this? Even worse. Do you mean the same kind of law that people are breaking in the CDC by faking CCPV numbers? Just to justify everything that I just said? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you got people locking people down, restricting their movement, restricting their freedoms, restricting them to make money while you prop up the billion-dollar big corporations. Yeah, you got all that. But then you got the CDC faking numbers to justify all of it, which has been exposed and proven many times. I don't care what some liberal talking head sits there and booging bobbleheads about. Because it's true. You mean that kind of breaking the law, FBI? I'm just curious. I'm trying to I'm trying to weigh it here and find out exactly what breaking the law actually means. Hmm. Hmm. Nobody 
cares? Now, moving on to another loser, not really in the FBI, but who I think works with the FBI, definitely works with the DOJ, definitely has a family name that allows him to stay out of prison, and definitely has a family which is, mm, I would say, a crime family, much like a mob family or a mafia family, except a lot higher level, because the FBI and the DOJ can't even touch them. We've been asking, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter Biden? Where is he? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I found Hunter Biden. Yeah, he was on TV on Holy Weekend. A pedophile on TV on Holy Weekend on ABC. And I'm going to play for you what he said. We've all been asking, where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? I found Hunter. And here he is. Why is that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... This is I really a, don't know okay. if the answer is. You don't know yes or no if the laptop was I don't have any yours. idea. I have no idea. So it could have been yours. Of course, certainly. It, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was, the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. Let's let's play that one more time. Was that your laptop? Was that your laptop? I know, but well, you know that's is, this is. I really a, don't know okay. if the answer is. That's you don't know yes or no if the laptop. I don't have was any yours. idea. I have no idea. So could have been yours. Of course, certainly it, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be that that was the that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. Okay, so it could be. It could be. You mean you mean the same computer that had your images all over the the hard drive of you being a pedophile or a drug addict doing illegal drugs off uh, the bodies of little children, which would make you a crackhead methamphetamine uh, addict pedophile? You mean that computer? That computer? Hmm. It could be mine. I'm not sure. Could be Rus- could be Russian disinformation. Oh, yeah? That could be Russian... Di- it could be mine. I'm not sure. What do you mean it could be yours? It either is yours or it's not yours. Now, I will say that the reporter there... She tried, the journalist, whatever you want to call her, she tried. She tried, but she didn't try hard enough. She should have pushed it to the point where this crackhead threw off his mic and ran out of there to try to find some rock in an alley to get his fix. That's what she should have done. She should have pushed put so much pressure on this guy that he started having a, 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 a meltdown. You know what I mean? And started having the shakes so he could run to the bathroom and get a quick hit. That's what she should have done. That's how she should have pressed him. But she didn't. So now he's on a book tour. He's on a book tour, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Gates is going through hell right now, and he has the receipts, meaning he has the proof to show you that what's going on against him was a calculated effort to bribe him. This guy snorts cocaine off teenage Chinese girls, does methamphetamine, does major, major million-billion-dollar deals stealing money from other countries, funneling it and laundering it, but he says, I don't know, it could be my laptop. It could be your laptop. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's on a book tour. A book tour. That's Hunter Biden, everybody. That is resident Biden, the one that's illegally occupying the White House. That's his son. That's his crackhead son right there. Could be mine. I'm not sure. Could be yours or could be mine. Yeah, I don't know. Could be Russian disinformation. Could be hacking. So wait a minute. If it's hacking, then it was your stuff that was hacked. If it's your computer, because it could be, he said, then it's your stuff that's in that computer. 
If it's Russian disinformation, tell me how they got you on camera doing cocaine off a body of a child. Tell me how they got you on camera. I don't even want to say it because there's children who watch this. I'm already gone too far because I don't want to. There's a lot of kids who watch this show, but you get my point. You get my point. And if there are if there are kids watching the show right now, because usually there is, I want to tell your parents to look at this guy right here. I want you to look at this guy right here. If anything, if you take anything from this show, don't be this guy. See that guy right there? See his face? That is the face of a liar. That is the face. If you if you ever see a man that looks like this that says, come on, come into my van. Come with me. Your mom told me to pick you up. Don't go with this guy. Scream stranger danger. Look at, look at the look on his face. If you take anything from this show, know that that kind of guy is the guy you want to stay away from. All right? Moving on real quick. Uh, Twitter. Over the weekend, suspended Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. They did it just yesterday on Easter. They suspended her for the afternoon right after she tweeted, He is risen. He is risen. So Twitter suspended her because of her religious beliefs, which if you ask me, is an act of war, and she has a major lawsuit on her hands. But Twitter responded after restoring her account a little later in the afternoon and said, we're sorry, it was a mistake. This is the second time in two weeks that Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has had her Twitter account mistakenly suspended, and nobody knows why. This is bullying, this is violating your religious freedoms, and I hope, and I'll text her today, I have not texted her this weekend because she's with her family, still trying to get her on the show, but it's kind of hard to nail down with everything she's got going on, and uh, let's face it, if she gets an invite from uh, you know, Fox News or somebody else, she's, she's going to book that, uh, overbooking live from America, but I don't take any offense to that, you know what I mean, we've been friends for a long time, um, but yeah, I hope she sues the crap out of Twitter for violating her religious freedoms. And right after he wrote, he is risen. She wrote, he is risen. But guess what, Twitter? Guess what, YouTube? Guess what, Facebook? Guess what, Instagram? Guess what, Google? And all you other technocrats? He is risen. And you will pay for your sins. So you better get right with God soon and start doing the right things or else you will pay the ultimate price. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from the B-I-B-L-E. Maybe you should read it sometime, Osama bin Wadabi. Jack Dorsey. Maybe you should read it sometime, Alien, Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe you guys should read the B-I-B-L-E so you can get some basic instructions on how to live here before leaving this planet. Just saying. Moving on real quick, let's talk about the MLB and let's talk about Georgia. Okay, we all know what's going on there. I told you a long time ago, Georgia and Wisconsin were going to be the hotbeds of election integrity. Well, Arizona is now thrown in there as well. But Georgia has decided to really step up to the plate. Get it? The, pardon the pun. Anyway, step up to the plate and enact um, election integrity, which they should have a long time ago and 2020 would have never happened. Correct? Can I get an amen? Well, here's something that you all might not know, but you should know. Hours, and I'm talking hours, ladies and gentlemen, not even a day. Hours before Major League Baseball, I'm going to come up with a nickname for that, the the MLB. I'm going to come up with a nickname for that. But hours before Major League Baseball announced that the All-Star Game would be leaving Georgia because Georgia's racist. Even though the election integrity laws that they put actually expands voter um, options, expands their ability to vote, expands their 
There's special days in which they can go out. Expand different ways to prove who they are. You don't even have to have a voter, uh, 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 an idea, driver's license. You can have a utility bill that matches your address, that matches your name, that matches. That's how easy it is. But it's still, a lot of people don't know that because they didn't read it. You can have a utility bill. You can have a driver's license. You can have a passport. Or you can have a special ID given by the state that's not a driver's license in order for you to vote. And they expanded the days and the hours in which you could do it. But apparently it's racist. So hours before the All-Star game decided that we're or Major League Baseball is going to move the All-Star game, not even taking into account the hundreds of millions of dollars that would that the, the community would lose. The county alone already is, is projecting a $100 million loss. That means vendors, food trucks, apparel... Um, uh, people selling clothes and hats, uh, hotels, gas stations, restaurants. You are destroying all of their income. Not just, you're not just, you, you think you're really hurting uh, Kemp? You think you're hurting the state legislature? No, you're hurting the residents that live in that county. And guess what? How many that live in that county that are not white are you destroying how many financial uh in how many how many incomes are you destroying that happen to be people who might be hispanic or black or asian or native american you didn't think of that though did you because you're only you're pushed by big corporations and these big corporations who sits on the board of these big corporations are the same people who own your 401k meaning they own the same um investment hedge fund people uh firms that actually invest the money that you give them through your job through 401ks. These are the same people that sit on the boards of Woca-Cola and Delta and Southwest and American Airlines who also joined in on the boycott. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So that means every time you contribute to your 401k, all of these people that are making these corporations come out and say something about this election integrity bill are the same people you're giving your money to to invest into your future. Think about that. Follow the money, follow the dominoes. So hours before Major League Baseball made this announcement, they signed a multi-billion dollar deal with a Chinese telecommunications company, and that telecommunications company is called Tencent, T-E-N-C-E-N-T. Now, they uh, Tencent is also the same company who dropped contracts with the NBA uh, NBA teams because the uh, the owner of the Houston Rockets said that they did not agree with what was going on in Hong Kong and how the CCP was literally violating human rights and killing people that were protesting in Hong Kong. So when they did that, the CCP held money that was supposed to be going to the Houston Rockets through the NBA because they didn't like that kind of backlash. So here we got the Major League Baseball who's financially in bed with the CCP. CCP owns everything in, in, in China. They own these telecommunications companies. They own Tencent. Okay? And if they don't directly own them, trust me, they own them. So, so here we have Major League Baseball doing business with the CCP, who violates human rights all the time, kills people, allows people only to have a certain amount of kids. Those kids have to be a certain gender. They release... Uh, the CCPV on the world, destroying everything, killing millions of people, destroying incomes, destroying countries. You have all these human rights violations that are going on in China, in Hong Kong. Major League Baseball would rather stick up for them and take money from them. Meanwhile, 
boycotting a state right here in the United States, demonizing a state right here in the, in the United States while they're collecting money from the CCP. You think I'm lying? Check it out. Tencent. T-E-N-C-E-N-T. And you want to know who else has jumped on that boycott? American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Dell, and AT&T. All of them have joined Delta and Coca-Cola and many others in this massive campaign to try to demonize Georgia as being racist. And you don't think that that's all coming from the CCP in order to further to divide us right here because they can't take us out from the outside? Just like Japan said, you will never take the United States out from the outside because there's an American behind every blade of grass with a gun. So the CCP goes, okay, well, let's do it this way. Let's do the CCPV. Let's push that out to the world because not only is it going to divide and conquer destroy people but it's also going to take away their religious freedoms because now they're shutting down churches and um uh, 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 uh jewish houses of faith and christians houses of faith so they're they're just like destroying everything about america in one fail swoop and we're letting them because of money because we all want money ladies and gentlemen so speaking of Georgia and the corrupt stuff that went on there in order to lead to all of this anyway. Here's something new. Um, CCP paid Secretary of State and felon who should be in prison, Brad Raffensperger, yesterday he sent a request to the courts asking that the ballot images taken from the voting machines in Georgia be the only source of evidence to be used in the upcoming forensic audit in Fulton County. So let me kind of just say in, in, in plain words what I just said. Secretary of State in Georgia, Brad Raffensperger, we all thought that him and Kemp were in bed together and they were collecting CCP money. Well, it seems to be lately either Brian Kemp uh, started distancing himself from Raffensperger because he knew he was about ready, he's going to lose the next election, or let's take into account that he may have never been involved to begin with and he was taking all of the advice and information from his staff, meaning from the Secretary of State, about how the elections were run fairly. Because it's not inconceivable to think that a ju- I mean, that a governor relies on everybody else to, to get all the information and then pushes it out to the people. Because a lot of governors don't even do all the work. They just kind of sit back and they rely on their staff and their interns and their and their secretary of states and their attorney generals to give them information and they make their determinations and their decisions based on that information. So it possibly could be that Brian Kemp never really knew what was going on with the elections. Never really knew that Brad Raffensperger was hiding something with that little minion he has that doesn't look like a guy, looks like a grandma. I can't remember his name with the gray, the gray hair and the glasses and the three chins. I can't remember his name. But the two of them together made the world believe that there was no fraud that went on in Georgia. Meanwhile, Brian Kemp is kind of doing everything he always should have done. So either, either this, one of two things happened. Brian Kemp either found the light and said, well, what am I doing here? I need to save space here and distance myself and do things for the voters of Georgia because I'm going to be voted out. Or he never really knew about it all to begin with, thought that the election was run fairly because of Brad, um, because of Brad Raffensperger, and now he's realizing I need to distance myself from this guy and I need to uh, get as far away from him as possibly can. But if that was the case, why wouldn't he fire him? Anyway, what I said was Brad Raffensperger asked the court yesterday because we got this forensic audit coming up in Fulton County. He asked the judge to make an, a, a decision and, and, and make a judgment saying that do not look at the actual paper ballots when you do the forensic audit. Only look at the images that 
were captured on the Dominion machines that were supposedly supposed to be images of those paper ballots. Why? Why would you be so scared? Raffensperger in Georgia, and for all of you who are watching from Georgia, you should call Brad Raffensperger's office. Matter of fact, I'll have it tonight for you, in case you can't find it. I'll have it tonight for you so you can all call him and say, what are you so afraid of? If they're doing a forensic audit, wouldn't you want, as a citizen of this country, as a resident of Georgia, and as an elected official of the sec as the Secretary of State, wouldn't you want truth out? And the only way to do that is to match the actual paper ballot with the image that's on this paper ballot that was supposedly captured on the Dominion machine. Hmm. No, I'm not giving Kemp a pass. Don't worry. I'm just saying that we have a scenario here where Brad Raffensperger is the one who went to the court, not Kemp. And he's asking the judge to make a ruling on whether they can use the paper ballots in the forensic audit or just the images that were captured from that paper ballot on the Dominion machines. If you ask any rational person, any person with common sense, any normal thinking person, and you say, hey, do you think that there's some nefarious action going on here and for that for them to ask this kind of asinine request? Yeah, I would say there is. Why wouldn't you want the paper ballots looked into so that you can match them? I'll tell you why. Because there was some shady stuff going on there and Brad Raffensperger was paid with CCP money. That is why. If you're so positive that there was nothing that happened, if you're so correct that nothing there was no fraud, then open it up and let us see because as of right now they're looking at they're going to look at the paper ballots. So he's begging the judge to say don't look at the paper ballots please. Please 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 please. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. Bet that. Now I want to play one more video for you. Now this video is not as clear. I couldn't find a really clear um I couldn't find a really clear video to show you because internet is scrubbing it. So it's, it's going to be a little grainy. But over the weekend, actually Friday night I think it was, I saw something from Dr. Lena Wen, a public health professor from GWU. She was on uh, Brother Fredo's show on the Communist News Network, and she revealed to the world exactly why they want you to take the CCPV. And if you haven't seen this, Prepare yourself to be like, whoa, and have your eyes opened. Here we go. To them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have. Because otherwise, people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. I'm going to play that one more time so you can hear everything she actually said. Listen closely to the carrot, to the incentivization that she's talking about. All right, let's go take it back. 
Let's take it back. It's clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say... If you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have. Because otherwise, people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. Yes! Yes, we are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway because they are ours, inherently, given to us by God. And you just admitted that, and, and you're part of the CCP, by the way, you're, and not just because she's Asian, because of all of her pro- propaganda and, her, and, and the stuff that she spews out of her mouth. She's so pro-CCP, it's not funny. She just called freedom a carrot. She just called freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom to live. Pursuit of happiness. That's a carrot. What are we going to dangle in front of the people? Like a carrot. If they're going to open up all these states anyway and give these people back their freedoms anyway. What are we going to dangle? That oops. 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 We all know this. You know it. I know it. But to see stuff like that and to show that to people who didn't know it, I showed that to some people this weekend. They were like, are you kidding me? Carrot? My freedom is a carrot? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you know what You know what we're going to do? We're going to do this. Not for what you're trying to do, but what you did do on national TV and expose yourself, you're a doctor, right? And you are, are, are literally finding what you want. You want the Biden administration to do whatever it can do in its power to make people take the vaccine. And if that means keep your freedoms from you until you take it like a bribe, tell me that's not illegal. Disgusting, wrong, ungodly, and every one of them will pay the ultimate price with their souls. God, please, have mercy on their souls. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Or do they? Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude today's show. Monday, April 5th, year of our Lord, 2021. Right here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Live from America will conclude today. I will see you at 5 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. Please make sure you spend some time on Jeremy Harrell. That's two R's and two L's dot com. You can click the donate section right up in the corner. Become become a monthly donor. You do get um, perks and discounts on the store. And then everything that you buy on the store, 10% of it goes to a family farm. And not only did we get to send the folk family $1,000 from money that was raised and then matched uh, to help them out. Uh, during their trying times, because we're always going to help family farms, but somebody else came forward this morning and asked if they could match it. So the Folk Family Farm in Kansas will get $1,500 to help them in some of their expenses as they move forward during these trying times with cancer, a family farm, and a a family of children. So you guys are making a huge difference. Sign up for the newsletter, watch old shows, listen to music for free. God bless you, and I will see you tonight. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys, and we'll see you at 5 p.m. for more 
Live from America. Have a great day. See you later.